0: Sedano and LZ on a Friday. A wet one. Hey, hey. That's why you got to get your umbrella.
1: Yes, sir. And also. This used to it. be the banger. Yeah. This was such a banger when it first came out.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Still a banger, I think.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. What up, Riri? I know you're listening.
0: DeMarco read <laughs> Riri. Uh, DeMarco Farr probably has his umbrella. If he's out Under
2: somewhere. my umbrella.
0: There we yeah. go. Love that song.
2: There we
1: go.
0: <laughs> Uh, DeMarco, we have questions What's for happening?
2: you. What's uh, happening? How are you, by the way? I'm good. How are you?
0: Excellent. Thank you for asking. Um, you we guys have... sound so weird. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we have questions for you. Okay, shoot. Bison on your pizza. Yes or
2: no? What on my pizza? Bison. Bison? Correct. Bison. Like as, like, Bison. No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. Never had it. Never will. On a pizza? Yeah, I've had a bison burger, but not bison on my on pizza. So no. Wait wait, 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 wait. So what's the difference here? I don't understand.
0: LZ said the same thing. What?
2: What's the difference there? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, buns, I think like when I sandwich? order pizza, I only want you know pepperoni, maybe some sausage, ground beef. I mean, pizza stuff. I wouldn't put bison on a pizza. I'm not knocking anybody that does. This is just my oh, yeah. personal preference. You ask me. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just curious there, you know, there with that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a bison burger, but it's not my go to. Um, it's not something I crave. If I want a burger, I get a burger. But no, I never. Uh, who, who got bison on a pizza? You? No, uh, my uh, local mom and
0: pop pizza shop just created a new pizza and it has bison uh, chipotle sausage on it.
2: Okay, did you try it?
0: I have not yet. It just came out today. So.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you know what? If somebody had it, uh, I may try it. Who knows?
0: There we go. Or something. Yeah. Spoken like a true defensive mm. lineman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Demarco, right now it appears as if um, Jared Goff is bison on the Rams pizza.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the bison.
1: And uh, Matthew Stafford appears to be a piece of pepperoni. Are we going to make this wow. deal happen or what? What do you think? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know the mechanics of that. I don't know. Is
2: how do you how do you do that with Jared Goff under contract? Um,
1: how does that work?
2: Is that even possible? Um, well, let's I'm
1: just let's back up for a second. Though. Goff, I'm sorry to cut you off, I'm but I just really want your 21. insight as 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 a player on this question. Given what's been said about Jared Goff by the coach, by the GM now, star defensive players basically come out and said, I want Deshaun Watson. Can Jared Goff even return to that locker room now? Sure he can. Absolutely.
2: Uh, You can say whatever you want. Deshaun Watson can say he wants to be traded. The GM said he may not honor it. Um, So, yeah, you can go back in that locker room. Absolutely. You still have the right to – you know, change people's minds to change opinions. Uh, no, matter what, uh, no matter what people think or, or feel about you, you still can come into that locker room and, and go in there and compete. Uh, I'm sure people have. Uh, think about Antonio Brown and how much he's turned people off. Randy Moss, back in my day, turned a lot of people off until game day. Uh, and then you change opinions. So, absolutely, he can go back in
1: there. He's the quarterback, though, he's supposed to be a leader. I understand Randy Moss and AB are extending talent, but they're wide receivers. The QB is the face of your franchise and supposed to be the leader, and it feels as if everyone in their mamas disrespecting him right now.
2: Well, yeah, I think you earned that. Um, you know, quarterback is a little bit different because no one is allowed to really criticize unless it's the head coach. Uh, but if anybody, any other position had such an up and down uh, 2020 season. Your job is is up for for competition. They would draft people to compete with you. They would sign free agents to compete with you. So, when you turn in a season like that, you should expect the competition. If Jerry Goff actually thought he can walk back in and not have to compete for his job after what we just saw, the film he put out, then he's delusional. So, I think Sean McVay, I think Les need are handling this in, in a in a perfect football way. Your job is up for competition. They need to get better at that spot. It's either going to be you or somebody else. DeMarco Farr, Rams on field
0: analyst, friend of the program with us here. Uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN is reporting that Matthew Stafford has interest in possibly joining the Rams. Uh, what do you make of Matthew Stafford's skill set and how he could potentially fit in a Sean McVay offense?
2: Oh, man. Uh, I like, I've like i always liked Matt Stafford. Um through the Jeff Fisher years and this is so funny I remember uh this is why I love Stephen Jackson to death there was a chance for the Rams to go winless if he didn't turn it on in Detroit and and put the team on his back to win to get the one victory but Matt Stafford has always been tough uh his arm talent is second to none um you know I I can't say that he hasn't had help up there he had Megatron he's had some weapons up there but as far as quarterbacking goes i I think he's right on the cusp of being elite now if you can move him to a situation to where he's got more weapons and he's got i guess um kind of that young genius thinking on offense i I think he can be uh statistically one of the better quarterbacks out there so absolutely uh a fan of matt talent I, i i hate playing against matt stafford so uh who wouldn't want that sort of quarterback to be on your football team but I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if you can move Matt Stafford to you and and move Jared Goff away from you. I don't know how that works, but to answer your question, I've always been a fan of Matt Stafford. I think he's a really good quarterback.
1: You know, as we're throwing names around, obviously when, you know, Les Snead is quoting Aaron Rodgers and, and, and <laughs> Ramsey's flirting with Deshaun Watson, you start thinking about, oh, my God, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? But what exactly is it about golf that makes people want to replace him?
2: Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think maybe his coach could better answer. But, I mean, um, watching how the 49ers defend him and watch watching how Miami defended him this year and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, I mean, the game plan seems to be – Stop the run and force Jared Goff to beat you and bet on that and bet he he can't do it. So I think Robert Sala got a head coaching job doing that to Jared Goff, you know, taking away the run, forcing him to, forcing Sean McVay to do things that you know that Jared Goff can't do or doesn't want to do. So I think with certain quarterbacks like Jared, there's just so much of the playbook that you can't use or that he's not able to bailed the play caller out of a bad call. Uh, he doesn't have legs. He's not going to move around in the pocket. He doesn't have that unbelievable, uncanny accuracy like a Mahomes. He can't do it on the move. So there's only so much you can do with a quarterback like Jared Goff. But that's not to say that you can't win. You were just in the Super Bowl. And another immobile quarterback is playing for his 10th Super Bowl in Tom Brady. But um, it's just – it's it's tougher to, to – to call plays, to be an offensive play caller with a quarterback who can't move in today's NFL. So uh, I, I think Jared Goff is kind of a throwback quarterback in a uh, a, a league that's moving away from lead-footed quarterbacks. Demarco Far, Rams
0: on-field analyst. Great work as always. Not a lover of bison, clearly on his <laughs> pizza. Uh, what about how about this root beer? Good or bad?
2: Oh, we love root beer. Oh, Me come and on. And my daughter. Come on, daughter. DeMarco. Every other night for dessert, we have root beer floats. But you got to Elsie, tell him why that doesn't count.
1: Oh. You're using the soda as a condiment.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to put ice cream in it.
2: Like, seriously? To make it good? What? You guys don't like root beer? No, it's gross. No. Look, you you and J.B. Long. J.B. Long doesn't like chocolate.
1: Whoa! No! Oh, now I'm offended. Hold on. You
2: I am offended. Me you tell a
1: communist.
2: Yeah, come you, on! No. How do you not like chocolate? How can I, you not yeah. like root
0: beer? No, that's different. They're completely don't, totally don't even put those different. in the same category. Stop.
2: No, now. you didn't. It's so t- you've never had a frosty A and W root beer in the summer.
0: Yeah, it's fries. not good. Yeah, not good. The oh, ice cream geez, part, stop. good. Not good though. Demarco <laughs> yeah. yeah. Farr, no matter how much you like root beer, wow. we still love you.
2: Okay. And I love you. Both All of right. you guys. Thank I don't you. love
1: you as much. You I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm talking about you differently now.
2: LZ,
0: my man. Have a great weekend, DeMarco. Thank you, man. Talk Take care, care bro. bro. See ya. All right. There's DeMarco Far, Rams on Field Analyst. Man. Uh, coming up, I mean, I, this root beer thing, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Uh, coming up next, LZ, we've got two things on tap. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, we've got you and I are discussing the Bradley Beal rumor. Lakers Clippers are involved and then Jeremy Fowler is going to join us because he broke the Matt Stafford is interested in the Rams story all coming up.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Ah, there we go. It is raining. Hmm. I saw Prince. Were you at that Super Bowl where Prince performed at the uh, halftime act in 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 Miami Miami. when it was raining?
1: Yes, that was was the black Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Chicago and Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sexy Rexy Grossman.
1: Oh, dude!
0: <laughs> That's what you could still get away and, with, quarterback's and quarterback Still good.
1: almost tricked it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, because Devin Hester, remember? Right. Yeah, had that big run. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, Devin Hester, man. I saw. I mean, listen. I start. I watched. I started watching that kid in college. Like he was. I. Just I, blur. I, I mean, I guess Mel Gray, right, was a great kick returner for the Lions back in the '80s yeah. or whatnot. Yep. I, I've never seen anything like Devin Hester. Yeah, though. but
1: he wasn't like th- yeah, he wasn't like this. Yeah.
0: Like Devin yeah, Hester was I mean, he's going into the Hall of Fa he's going into the Hall of Fame maybe as a kick returner. Like that doesn't happen very often, if at all. Well he's
1: he's got like how many touchdowns though?
0: A lot. He's got the most, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, it's like bonkers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was great. But yeah, it was Prince. In the rain. It was great.
1: Dude, in the rain. Yeah. It was a warm rain.
0: It was a warm rain. Oh. Um so LZ. It could be raining threes in L.A. because Bradley Beal could be on the move. So Woj was talking yesterday on the jump, and we're going to talk to Jeremy Fowler here in a second uh, because he's reporting Matt Stafford's interest in the Rams. But Woj was reporting – not reporting, but was on the jump yesterday talking about 2019 he's going to be interested in Bradley Beal, but that the Lakers and Clippers are definitely monitoring the situation. So you and I talked about it earlier. Uh, is it worth gutting the roster, basically, and your, your draft picks for Bradley Beal? I think so because, uh, if you're the Lakers, because you need someone to pair with Anthony Davis. And I think he fits well with Anthony Davis with his scoring prowess, the perimeter play, etc., etc., cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, our buddy Stephen A. Smith, though, feels like the other team in town would be best to benefit. Let's hear it.
4: Bradley Beal is a star. He deserves better. Than what he's getting in the nation's capital. The Washington Wizards at this particular moment in time are atrocious. They are horrible. And it's primarily because of their defense. Bradley Beal was quoted a week or uh, over a week ago, Max, saying, We can't guard a parked car. Yeah, that's, a good that's how bad he described their defense, okay? Just go back and watch the video of Bradley Beal on the bench, just shaking his head and his hands are fidgety and all of that stuff. That is the sign of someone, Max and Molly, who's about to lose it. They can't take it mm-hmm. anymore, okay? That's Absolutely. where he's at. When I think about Bradley Beal with a Paul George and a Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers, we could sit up there and talk about how they'd be a threat to the Lakers all, they, all we want. They ain't beating no damn Los Angeles Lakers. It's presently constructed. They right. are not getting past the Los Angeles Lakers. They get Bradley Beal. To pair with Kawhi and Paul George? I'm not saying it could happen, but if they were lucky enough to pull that off, oh, we got a different story to tell. So, LZ, before
0: we get to Jeremy Fowler, who's uh, got the story on Matthew Stafford's interest in the Rams, uh, your quick thoughts on what Stephen A. said there about Beal and the Clippers, because he thinks that they would need him to get past the Lakers because he doesn't believe that they can do it as currently constructed.
1: Yeah, and that's not going to make a difference. Because of oh, AD. really? AD's you don't think those code. three
0: guys could beat the, the Lakers?
1: No. AD's a cheat code. They're small over there. Their problem isn't scoring. Mm. Their problem certainly isn't perimeter shooting. Their problem is that they're small. So is a cheat code. No matter what they do, at the end of the day, either Kawhi or Paul George or Nicholas Batum or some other short wing is going to be trying to contain Anthony Davis.
0: I agree with that, but, man, I, I think they're already hyper-competitive with the Lakers in an in, on an individual basis. I think it would make it uh, certainly more interesting and give them a much better chance than they currently have. But
1: it would we Definitely can, give them a better chance than they currently have. That I will certainly agree with.
0: All right. Well, if Matt Stafford was a Ram, I think the Rams would have a better chance of advancing in the postseason. Uh, so we'll talk to the man who broke the story that there is some interest there on Matthew Stafford's side. Uh, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider, joins us here. Jeremy, great to talk to you, man. It's been too long. So for yeah. those that haven't caught up with the story or haven't read your story, what is the status of Matthew Stafford uh, leaving Detroit and the possibility of joining the Rams?
5: Yeah, George, great to be with you. So uh, the Lions are fielding calls. You know, they've received a bunch of calls already. Uh, a lot of teams around the league have at least mild interest and, uh, you know, as I started to, to ask around, it, it became uh, pretty clear that, that the Rams had at least shown some interest, but not only that, but Matthew Stafford himself considers the Rams a, a viable contender at this point, uh, and I think that's the team he would probably like to play for, he, he just wants to go to a place he can contend. Um, but I was at the Senior Bowl this week, I heard a lot of the 49ers, I heard the Colts, I heard a little bit of the Denver Broncos, so there definitely be a lot of teams that are at least doing some kind of exploratory interest right now. I don't know that it's uh, rounding third base as far as a deal. But, uh, you know, there should be some progress here soon.
1: Do you think it was the press conference with all the kneecap talk that really just set Matthew Stafford off? Or was he already <laughs> asking for this beforehand? <laughs> no, that's real talk. Because when I, I saw you know, the press conference, I was like, oh, hell no.
5: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it wouldn't shock me. Well, I, I know this. He... Uh, even even before the season was over, there were some serious questions in that building about whether Stafford was up for another rebuild. Um, and then, so I, I know he liked Daryl Bevel, who's the interim coach, that so maybe if they would have kept him, they would have had a chance. But I think any new coach coming in uh, would have been um, just, it, it would have been sort of exhausting for him after 12 years there where it hasn't worked out to go through the whole another round uh, with a new coach, especially when it didn't go so well with Matt Patricia. So uh, maybe Campbell's comments put it over the top.
0: Like, where would you rank him as far as, like, ability? I mean, look, there's clearly an yeah. upper echelon, right? The Rodgers, the Mahomes, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, right? Like, those guys. What what tier would you put him in? Is he, like, a second-tier uh, type quarterback?
5: Yeah, I would say second tier, but his just raw ability and throwing ability, he's, he's probably borderline first tier. Um, this summer I did a project on the – top ten players in each position. I talked to over 50 people around the league, scouts, execs, coaches, and I did a lot on quarterbacks. And Stafford ranked 10th. Uh, Carson Wentz, funny enough, ranked 8th, but he's clearly out of the top ten, so Stafford almost moves up a spot. Uh, but then Josh Allen wasn't on the list, so he's probably somewhere in there. So Matt, he, Matt, Matt's considered a borderline top ten guy, I think. But um, I know a lot of like, coaches who've coached him say, the guy's unbelievable. Detroit has been holding him back all these years, and if he goes somewhere else, he might actually blossom even more because you know he wants to win, he'll tough out injuries, and you know he's just got a really unique skill set.
1: When you see comments, ambiguous comments from his coach, from his GM, now star players yeah. within the locker room are chirping about him being replaced. Do you believe Jared Goff is in a position where he can go back in that locker room and be a leader or do the Rams need to make a move, whether it's Stafford or not, just because their starting quarterback as it is, cannot go back there and leave those men.
5: Yeah. Well, when it comes down to it, he might have to LZ. I mean, he's uh you know, but they got 43 million in guarantees on his deal in the next two years. Um, now if they trade him, it's only a $22 million cap, like dead cap hit that they take, uh, but, you know, you got to find a partner, so maybe they're trying with Detroit because Brad Holmes, the former exec with Les Snead, left to go to the Lions. And, you know, they've, they've had discussions because they're close, McVay and uh, – excuse me, uh, Snead and, and Holmes. But it, I think he could go back in the locker room because at least they know what to expect. And he's not – you know, he's not considered like a bad guy in the locker room or a me 1st guy necessarily. He just – he's hit sort of a ceiling. And, you know, we were just talking about top ten quarterbacks – Nobody I've talked to really considers Jared that um, he's talented. He throws a nice ball. He's got some good qualities, but he's, he's, most don't consider him in that. Even in that second tier, he's more probably like a third tier guy at this point. Uh, but I think even he might be ready for a change, you know, and, and go try to prove, hey, look, I'm a former number one pick, If I can go to an offensive that would utilize me a little differently. So I, I think it goes both ways, you know. They, they at least know they can win games with him, uh, but I think the team is a little frustrated because they've they're really talented and. We all know McVay is a talented coach, so they just want to take it to the next level and feel like they're probably stuck in second gear.
0: Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us here on the program. So, what kind of market would there be for golf? And would the Lions, because of Holmes, have any interest in golf in return in a scenario like this?
5: Well, I think that's the thing. There would have to be interest in kind of trading off players. Or maybe the Rams can find another partner for golf, but they, they wouldn't be able to take on Stafford with golf. Uh, if they cut him out right, it'd be like $60-plus 60, right. 60 million dollars in just dead salary cap. And, I, you know, even the Rams, who are creative at all that, don't really care. Like, they'll take swings, and they don't care about the salary cap all that much. But even that would just be crippling. So, um, you know, Detroit and, and Brad Holmes, the new GM there, knows golf game better than most. He knows his strengths and weaknesses. So maybe he figures, look, I can get him and, and only pay him for two years of his contract. It'd be about $53 million for two years, and then we could walk away. And we get a bunch of draft capital from the Rams, even though they don't have a first round pick this year, that's an issue. But you can get their future first and maybe more. Um and, and try to make it work that way. Maybe throw in some extra players. So I think the goal would be to, to to get Goff to Detroit potentially, but that's I mean, that's hardly a slam dunk because you know Stafford's market is a lot stronger than Goff's. It's just not really a fair trade off.
1: Do you think he's regressed or was he overestimated?
5: Uh I, you know, that's a good question. I mean, he. I, I think the. You know, Sean McVay does play a part here too. I'll say that. Like, I, I do wonder for for all the labels he's gotten as being this genius, and he's very good. And he's good at. He's a great offensive mind. He's good at managing the locker room, relating to guys. But um, you know that offense. You wonder when they're in kind of that. Uh, you know they run that, that just play action heavy running style. Um, you got the two tight ends, but, you know, they're not all that exotic. You know, I think teams might be sitting on that a little bit. And so that's put a little bit more pressure on Goff, plus he's been hurt. Um, and so it's forced him into some mistakes. But, you know, I'm curious about what the Rams evolution is going to be on offense. I think that's partly why they're looking at Stafford, because they feel like they can do more. Um, so I don't know that Goff has regressed. I think this is who he is. It's just some teams have caught up to him uh, a little bit. But, he, you know, it's – there's a sweet spot because this year wasn't his best. Two years ago, he was lights out when he got that big contract. I think it's probably somewhere in the middle as far as what he can do year in, year out.
0: Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL Insider. Jeremy, great to talk to you again, man. Wait, Thank wait, you so wait. much. George, one more thing. That's oh, really I'm important.
1: sorry. Go. <laughs> Would you eat bison on your pizza? Oh, yes no? yeah.
0: Big time conversation today. Bison on pizza. Bison? Are you in or are you out?
5: Is that an L.A. thing? No, I, I, I'm out. I'm completely out. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Veggies, <laughs> mushrooms, okay, banana peppers, maybe. Like I keep it. Oh, okay, keep okay. It pretty vegan. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, All right, how gotcha. about this
0: root beer? Are you in or are you out? Oh yeah, I can do some root beer.
5: Yeah, <sighs> I, I'll, my nine-year-old son and I will, will crush a root beer float, no problem.
0: Yeah, but you got to put ice cream
5: in Everyone's it. got to make put it ice cream good. in it. Like
0: you know, like would, would would not, not, it straight up.
5: Yeah, it I, would, does, I would drink it straight up. Yeah, I like the
0: taste. You know, Jeremy, I thought we were friends, uh, but anyway, we, we you're not a root beer guy. I hate root beer. It's gross no, to me. No. Um, and I'll try anything on a pizza, uh, you know, that's edible once. You know what I mean? And see what it tastes like. How about like. root beer a
5: pizza? It's yeah, probably a bad idea.
0: I haven't tried the bison, but I, I. the reason that even came up is basically my mom and pop pizza shop. I like to support the mom and pop places. Um, yeah. Just added a new pizza, and they said they got bison chipotle sausage. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So, uh, But I got a lot of pushback, <laughs> and including from you now. So you're not helping my cause here. But
5: uh, <laughs> Well, you can put put Chipotle on anything that'll make it taste good. There you go. See, See I'm,
0: good get, good I'm getting you. I'm hooking you a little bit there. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, NFL Insider. LZ, thank you for stopping me. I almost completely omitted that. Oh, um, that's a very thank, G- <laughs> yes, Jerry, thank you so much for the time, man. Good to talk to you again. You and your family stay healthy and stay safe, man. Thanks again.
5: Thanks, brother. Hey, you too, George. Thanks a lot. Thanks, LZ. Appreciate it, guys.
0: All right, man. Take care. There he is, Jeremy Fowler with us here. Uh, another non-bison eater. Although, LZ,
5: mm-hmm.
0: the poll. Where's the poll? Says differently. The poll says 64% are in on the bison pizza.
1: Well, you know why? Yeah. It's, it's Friday. 64. Everybody's already started smoking. They got the munchies. They go for anything right now.
0: I'm just saying, 64%.
1: We would probably put unpopped popcorn kernels on their pizza right now. The munchies are hitting so hard. I
0: mean, let's not get crazy, okay? Uh, All right, LZ, coming up next, final segment for us. Then we got crosstalk with Scott Kaplan coming up. But you know what? LZ, the Dodgers could be missing the boat. I'll tell you on who and what in just three minutes.
2: This
3: podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple.
1: Oh, there it is, Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah, you... yeah. By and the, the way, those. Best advice I've br- ever gotten in my life.
0: Yeah. That girl's
1: poison? No, can't trust Big Button to smile.
0: Oh, you can't trust a Big Button to smile. You can't. You got to be careful. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're like, Big Button a smile and like some bison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bison right. might lead to the Big butt. <laughs> well, no, it should be leaner.
0: It's a leaner meat, actually, the bison. Yeah, that's true. Um, by the way, that Bradley Beal rumor we were talking about uh, last segment before Jeremy came on, Bradley Beal, won't say 2019s, but the Lakers and Clippers specifically, heavy interest. So uh, this that portion of the show, presented by a Lyman Health plant, changing health care one person at a time. We've got some breaking news. Do we have a breaking news sounder? There it is. Greg, at the breaking news desk, what do we have? So according
6: to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, the Cardinals have agreed to acquire Nolan Arenado from the Rockies deal pending approval from both MLB and Players Union. Rockies are sending Cardinals significant cash, believed to be in the $50 million range, and Arenado will be deferring money. And that is brought to you by George.
0: Oh, yes, our friends at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. I'm with a 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons. Um, I feel like, LZ, maybe it's because of a, a historical thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like him going to the Cardinals stinks for the Dodgers. Like, you know I wanted him on the Dodgers. I wanted him to come you, home. You did. And yep. I was a big proponent of it. So, Greg, tell me the deal again. What's going? He, he's coming to the Cardinals, and then what? Wh- how much money is going the other way? Uh, the Rockies
6: are sending fifty million dollars around in that area. Wow! Wow!
0: And Aaron is going to defer money, right? So right, and a lot of guys do that, and that's I mean, hell, Bobby Bonilla still deferred money from like thirty years ago with the Mets. Like, it's actually a lottery winner. Yeah, it's like a smart deal to be honest with you, but um, particularly because let's face it, a lot you know athletes. Not, not anymore. Like, life is different. A lot of these guys have great financial people. But back in the day, uh, you know, during Bobby Bonilla's days, a lot of guys, you know, lost a lot of their money later over, uh, you know, bad investments and things like that. But, man, LZ, I wanted Arenado. Now, I feel like him going to a rival like the Cardinals, I don't, I don't love how that sits with me.
1: That, that's tricky. It, it is tricky because, you know, as it's supposed to happen – Our rivals are getting stronger. And some of our talent is being siphoned off of us. You know, we've lost Kike. We've lost Jack Peterson. Yeah. You know, we're still in conversation about bringing JT back. Yeah. So it's I mean, does he bring
0: Sexy back, though? Oh, wrong JT. I'm sorry.
1: Wrong JT. Wrong JT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's a ginger. Mm. Um, So the the question becomes, one, does Cody Bellinger have a bounce back here? Mm -hmm. Because, you know... For all intents and purposes, last year, you know, statistically speaking, especially from batting average, he was down. Uh But then also, like, what is Gavin Lux? Like, what is this? Right? We're going to find out. (laughs) We're going to find out, right? So it's sort of like, I we have no choice but to trust. You know, Friedman. There's he's given us no reason not to trust him. Mm -hmm. Um, We could have thrown fifty million dollars and gotten Arenado if he thought that was necessary. Clearly, Mm -hmm. he didn't. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to sit back and see what happens. But Mm The, the, the fact of the matter is, is that we still have a team with Mookie Betts. We do. <laughs> yes. And we get the MVP in Cody Bellinger. And oh, by the way, the World Series MVP as well yes. in Seager. So it's not as if, you know, we needed Oh,
0: no, no, no. But, him. you know, it'd be nice. You know what I'm saying? It'd like, be know, nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. Um, Greg, how do you feel about Nolan Arenado going to the Cardinals? <laughs> I really
6: wanted—I wanted Arenado. I was like you. I really wanted him. But apparently he has—he still has a player opt-out at the end of this year, and he did not give up that opt-out okay. in this deal. Okay, okay. So there's still a possibility Wait, that he could pop hold out. Up.
1: You mean to tell me they gave that man $50 million, gave that team $50 million, and he still may leave? Well, I
0: think that's why they gave them the $50 million.
6: Right. According to Jim Bowden, he's not giving up his opt-out clause or his no-trade clause.
0: Yeah, that's so, exactly why they're giving him the $50 million, because no guarantee he stays.
6: <laughs> right. Wow. And so he's in a good position, so if he says he grew up a Dodger fan, so if he really wants to be here next year, mm. it's still very
0: possible. So you're saying there's still
1: a chance?
0: Yes, sir. All so right. She
1: does. She's just dating somebody new, but she ain't engaged or nothing. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. It's like the you know, it, it's just like the the, the in between person. You just dabbling, you know. You no, know, yeah, really it's like nothing. You know, you, you broke up with your high school sweetheart and then you like you know, with the Rockies and then you're like seeing that other person, the college person. You're like, Ooh, the college person is fun and then you're out of college like, Okay, I wanna settle down. So you wanna settle down with the Dodgers if you're Nolan Arenado. Oh.
1: And Jack is already tweeting. Allen Iverson clapping the hands. Oh, we about to get raw now. We about to get going now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That I me mean, that a... infield,
6: with the, that infield for the Cardinals is really good now. It has Paul Goldschmidt at first, Arenado yeah. at third, Matt yeah. Carpenter
0: at short. That's a yeah. really good infield. No, they're a good team. They're a good, te- their they're good team. Their pitching is is is,
1: but it's good a good team. team. It's a good team. Yeah. Listen, championships are supposed to be hard. Right. I know the Golden State Warriors has kind of lulled us into this belief that they're supposed to be foregone conclusions with enough talent, but the reality is that run they had was not normal.
0: Oh, and baseball, to your point, LZ, is way more random than basketball. Basketball's exactly. pretty
1: predictable. <laughs> so, so so it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have to work a little bit harder than we did a season ago. Right. But there's still nothing that's happened as far as I I'm concerned that says that we don't have a great chance to repeat.
0: Right, 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 right. No, I, I still feel very confident. I actually think that the Padres are better than the Cardinals still, although I think the Cardinals will be good. because, And I just feel like with the Cardinals, it's just a historical thorn in the Dodgers' side, right? Like that that's right. the stuff that just kind of gets to me, whereas the Padres don't have that in their arsenal, the historical aspect of it. Uh, all right, LZ, let's take a quick break. Cap is going to join us. We'll do a little cross talk with Cap. We'll find out if Cap is a bison guy, if he's a root beer guy, if he likes flavored soda. What was the other thing we did? We did something else. Oh, we never did the P.E. conversation. Oh. We wanted to, we'll ask him. We were, we were going to do a, a, a story that I saw was something that was trending on the internet today that what is your favorite, what was your favorite P.E. Uh, activity when you were a kid? So we'll do that with Cap. We'll add the food stuff. Maybe we'll talk some sports. Eh, it's Friday. We'll talk wine, probably, and party favors. Uh, Sonato and LZ. Crosstalk is next, 710 ESPN. I will say the uh, Italian red blend is being saved for another day. We're just doing a regular Chianti tonight uh, on mm. Pizza Friday. But, uh, but yeah, we're just doing a little Chianti. Nothing too crazy. Just, you know, not expensive. Just a nice little Chianti. Cap, how are you?
3: Gentlemen, how's it going? How's it's going. Up, sir. What are we talking about here? Bison on pizza.
0: Yeah. Are you in or are you out? So
3: I'm not really a very adventurous eater. So mm. like bison, I, you know, I, I, I heard DeMarco say a bite have a bison burger, but it's not my preference. So I've never really had bison.
0: Not even as a burger. No, no. Okay. No, but, but, but you got me on Chipotle though. But bison chipotle sausage.
3: Yeah. See, I'll, I'll try that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, LZ, are you definitely 100 percent out
1: on bison,
3: chipotle sausage, on my pizza? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not doing that.
3: Okay, what about regular pork sausage?
1: Yeah, I'll do that. Mm. Ch- chicken apple? Mm, getting getting kind of breakfasty for me. Oh, chicken <laughs> apple's good though. Like I'm okay. It is
0: breakfasty. There's no question, but
1: <laughs> I don't want to. Now, I, are you I
0: going need... with hot Italian or mild Italian sausage?
1: Oh. I always want a hot Italian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was such a layup. I knew what was coming. As soon as it as soon as I said it, I knew where this was going. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, what what I'm trying to remember um when when Jeff Spicoli in Fast Times, I'm getting old here, it's an old reference. Uh when he has the pizza in the in the cause I've been thinking about it time I'm literally in my house by myself and you guys were talking about pizza. And I was like, Maybe I should have a pizza delivered tonight. And then if I if I got one do I want, like, a double sausage and pepperoni? What, what do you get?
0: Oh, I try you got to get go chicken. some proteins on there, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. get something on there.
3: You ever do a buffalo
1: chicken slice? Oh, yeah. A buffalo chicken slice?
0: You've never had a buffalo chicken pizza, Elsie?
1: Oh, I have. I have. Yeah. It just When he said slice, I was like, I mean,
0: it's, just well, but, but it Well, here's the thing. I would say buffalo <laughs> chicken pizza <laughs> the one. is... is is like it's not one of those pizzas that I can eat a lot of like maybe yeah. a slice or two you know what i mean like it, it needs to be a lot of people for me to eat that because i'm do not eating have, all that by myself
3: do, do you guys have places nearby where you live yeah where you have where you can walk in and still get a slice
1: no
0: let me I don't think so. No, not no. anywhere near no. me. Like, I not bet you if I went near. down to, like, Manhattan Beach, there might still be a couple places, or Hermosa. There could be some places like that. And that's, like, 25, 20, 25 minutes away. But, yeah, I, I guess, but not that close. No. No.
3: Yeah. I still have, like, one place right nearby me where I like to walk in and just they got, like, 10 different pies. And then you can look at them. You can examine them. You can decide. I can have one of those. I'll have one of those buffalo chickens. I'll have one of those meatball ricotta that I like very much. Ooh, meatball ricotta is good. Ooh, yeah. Go what's, what's, what's the special today? Oh, okay, really? Bacon, sausage, really? Heart attack? Okay, cholesterol pills? I'll take one of those. Yeah. And, uh, and then just because I got to just start off and get the palate right, let me get a slice of cheese. Oh, and by the way, if you don't mind, can you double cut all of those slices? Because if I eat them in smaller pieces, I actually feel like I'm eating less. Yeah. But I'm going to wind up eating more.
0: It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're still gonna crush it. Doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, so, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Like, you said Buffalo uh, chicken pizza mm-hmm. and meatball ricotta. That if you can only have one,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and th- like one pizza for the rest of eternity, <laughs> what is the pizza and what are the toppings? Uh,
3: meatball, chicken, onion, and jalapeno. Whoa! And and. and and then like some pepto bismol, maybe? A yeah. little bit. Take it yeah. down
0: afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm going. I, I'm a meat lover type, right? So I'm going. Give me a little give me a little Italian sausage. Give me a little uh, give me a little like capicola, You know? Give me uh give me a little like, ham. Just a little ham. Uh, give me some pepperoni. And then give me a little little prosciutto, A little mm. prosciutto on it as well.
3: Wow. That's a that's a very thick, heavy pizza right
0: there. Let's go. Let's go. That's a meal right there. LZ? A meal.
1: It's like, you know, it all depends on the time of day and my mood. Mm. You know, and it's, I, I know it sounds like I'm ducking the question or I'm, that I'm being extra, but I really am a very sort of emotive eater. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm what with ha- you. And what I consume on Thursday may not be where I'm at on Friday. Right, 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 right. (laughs) You know, so Thursday, it might just be straight-up cheese, some crushed red peppers, and let's keep it pushing. Friday, I might be like, you know what? Mm, Give me a meat lovers.
0: Right, right. And then maybe like Saturday, on a Saturday afternoon, if you're having a little Mai Tai, maybe a little Hawaiian pizza, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. And then on on some days, I might decide that uh, I might have buffalo on my Mm -hmm. pizza. There
0: you go. Instead of bison. Um, Scott. Of yes, bison. sir. Root beer. You are in or you out?
3: Well, so Oh, he's
0: Ann. I can Okay, tell.
3: but I, I just want to say this. I'm not a soda drinker, just so you know. Me LZ, neither. LZ, there's me no know. way you're a soda drinker, LZ. No. No, no. Not without alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not a soda drinker, but if I were going to drink soda, would I drink root beer? Yeah. Oh, I like root beer. I'm fine with it. Uh, I know you do it. I knew I could tell. What's so what
0: tastes tell. good about root beer? Like what well, what is what is good about it?
3: i let me just say this though. So, like I don't I don't like a root beer float. I don't want ice cream and root beer together.
0: Okay, that's different.
3: But I do, I I could drink root beer. It's not my preference. I mean, I would go, there's other sodas I drink before root beer. Yeah. I mean, if I had to rank sodas, I'd probably go with a Coke, like a Cola first, you know, and then I'd maybe, maybe move into a Dr. Pepper. Right. I probably would consider somewhere along the lines of 7-Up or a Sprite.
0: Where are you on Pepsi.
3: I'm okay with Pepsi if I walk into a place and I'm like, oh my God, I just need caffeine, I need sugar. And they're like, I'll have a Coke. And they're like, we only have Pepsi. I'm like, that's fine, bring it. Ugh. Oh, really?
0: I like Pepsi. I'm a, I prefer Pepsi. So does Greg and Laura.
3: Hmm. Prefer yeah, Pepsi. Not... It's a sweeter drink, I think, isn't it? Much sweeter, yeah. I think,
0: yes. Okay, now but I haven't choose. had one in at least a decade. Oh, really? But I remember it so well.
1: Hmm just saying pepsi feels as if i'm becoming a diabetic
0: oh man it's the choice of a new generation don't you remember that
1: yeah but that generation turned out to be fat because of all the sugar content so what are you gonna do no what are you talking about man i hike like four or
0: five miles a day what are you talking about
1: dude coke is it it's literally the slogan and you're complicating things yeah let me ask Ever one since Pepsi burned Michael Jackson, I have just never forgiven him.
0: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> was it what, what was the kid's name? Uh, who's uh, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro was yeah. also in that commercial, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. he did the head spin. Remember, right. he, he was wearing the Beat It jacket, the red zipper yeah. Beat It jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and now he's got a commercial with Chris Paul, right?
0: He, he does. He does. He's, He's the new Chris man. Paul. Yes. Yeah. Which my six year old recites every time she hears it. Like, No matter where in the house she is, she hears the commercial and she just yells, I'm the new Chris Paul. <laughs> just the random They've done a random Tourette's great job with that those she has. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a six year old Tourette's. It's the weirdest thing ever.
3: But, uh, it's effective advertising, is what they It means.
1: is. Clearly. It, it is. works <laughs> out. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, good. He's another my- thing, so I'll take Chris Paul. Yeah, no doubt. Because yeah. I curse.
0: I try to watch my language. She will never repeat the curse words. Thank the Lord. She did it one time and I told her, no, do as I say, not as I, or no, it was the other way, right? Do it, whatever. I told her not to do it anymore.
3: My kids curse. My three daughters all curse. Yeah,
0: but they're older. Like, this is six. Like, you got to keep the innocence a little bit at Yeah, six. it
3: started at about six.
0: Oh really? Yeah, I started, cursed at like six or seven too yeah, though. <laughs>
3: it, it started like I would watch movies. You know, like my daughter who, yes! who's now fourteen, she yeah. would be six years old, and she was watching The Hangover, and she was quoting The Hangover. Yeah. And she just and I was like, "Oh my God, you shouldn't be saying those words." But that is so funny. Keep yeah. saying them; it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. By the way, at like ten years old, uh, I could recite Eddie Murphy raw. Right. Oh, dude. Like and Eddie Murphy delirious at right. ten years old. <laughs> yeah. same
3: deal. Yeah. I used to when I was in college. I remember going to a movie theater. Um, and seeing Eddie Murphy's Raw, and I brought a cassette recorder into the movie theater. Uh-oh. I pushed play and record. I recorded the audio, and I went to sleep every night with it by my head, playing it every, until I had it completely memorized. Yeah. Completely, yeah. 100% memorized, like Rapper's Delight. Okay? Yeah. I had the whole thing memorized.
0: I mean...
1: And that's he, a hard one.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and The suits... Remember, I mean, the leather suits Eddie was pulling off in Especially those comedies. In like, Especially
1: in Raw. The blue one.
0: Oh, well, the blue one, the red one is still pretty impressive, too, and delirious, just be, being able to fit in that thing. I feel like that, that can't have been easy.
1: Well, he definitely wasn't <laughs> drinking Pepsi when that was happening. No, there's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, there, there, there's,
0: definitely, there's definitely no doubt he wasn't drinking Pepsi. Uh, Cap, but, let me yes. ask you this. Go ahead. Last one for you. When you were a kid, now you mm. played college football. Mm-hmm. So when you were a kid, a little kid, like elementary school, what was your favorite P.E. activity? It could be anything on the board. Okay.
3: I'm going to start off because as soon as you said PE activity, like like in my head I reverted back to being 13 years old mm-hmm. in 7th grade and the trauma that I went through as a young kid. Because in when I went to high when I was in middle school, I was in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And dude, it was hot out and we yeah. would sweat during PE, you know? And then we'd come in and they'd tell us to take showers, all the guys. And there could be like 50 of us, you know? And I'm in seventh grade, I'm 13, I'm looking around, and you know how there's like always a few kids that were super, super hairy by the time they are like 11 or 12? <laughs> yes, yes. You know, mm-hmm. like full-blown sweater back kind yeah. of hair. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then there's me, hairless, okay? And I'm just so embarrassed. I don't want to shower with all these guys. You know, um, I, I look at me. I don't look like, I mean, I just look like a little boy. This guy looks like a grown man. We're the same age. It was embarrassing. But then there was this weird coach that we had. And he would stand there as we walked out of the showers. And he, instead of just handing us a towel or just leaving them there, he'd make all the boys jump up for the towels. Like, jump. No, you want the towel? Cut. Go ahead, Kaplan. Jump. Jump. And I was like, what's going on here? I'm naked. I'm hairless. And he's making me jump for a towel. That's not a good memory, George. <laughs> no. Why did you bring that no. up? No. No. No.
0: No, sorry. I didn't mean to go. Okay. Didn't nice mean going, to go George. into that deep into the uh, the regions of your brain. It did I just, just say, is this thing I, on? Hello? I, I, I just thought you were going to say dodgeball or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, that took a very, very dark twist yeah, that I did not did. expect.
1: Did. Yeah. Really yeah. I feel like I need to schedule a therapy session now. Yeah, you,
0: right? I, I'm going to just say dodgeball just to move on, okay? I'm going to go dodgeball. LZ, dodgeball, good with you? Dodgeball is good with me.
3: Okay, great. Cap, what do you got on the show tonight? LZ's going to need that flower he picked out for tonight already, you know? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah.
0: I know. We talked to you about the movies we're going to watch, but you don't seem to love the movies. Well,
3: much. the other thing is, is I, I'm not – listen, LZ already told me. He set down the law here. You know, he told me if I did start watching a particular show, he said, don't do it. Because if you do it, I'm coming there to whip your ass. And it was those words exactly that had me say, I'm not watching that. You know, I'm, I don't want to get my ass. Wet. So I chose not to watch it. And uh, I'm watching Succession right now. Have you guys seen this series? Oh, no, HBO? but I've been oh, meaning to start it. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and, um, I just finished season one. So. Oh, dude, you haven't even started
3: Oh, dude, I'm watching tonight. I plan on watching two episodes tonight when I get off you the air. You don't even sure. know
1: what you're up for. Oh, man. I know. I just
3: saw the, the finale to season one. I cannot believe what happened.
0: <laughs> I love it. Incredible. Oh, it's, it's,
3: hey, um, uh, George, weird. you asked about what's coming up tonight. Let me tell you guys, I'm going way, way, way out on a limb here, okay? okay. And, um, you know, I got Jesse the Body Lopez, who's one of the producers of the show. And I got Curtis Poindexter, who's one of the producers of the show. And these guys are huge wrestling fans. Yeah. So I said, okay, guys, there's a big wrestling event this weekend. What is it you guys want? Who do you want on the show? And they said, we want the champ. We want the the number one guy, Drew McIntyre. So tonight at 8 o'clock, the WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, and don't I feel cool, I sent out a tweet saying that Drew's coming on the show, and he followed me, George. I love it. I love it. Feeling cool, man.
0: I have That's not. I used try. to be a huge WWE guy. Uh, I have not been in many, many years. I don't know who Drew McIntyre is, so I feel old just because uh, I uttered that sentence. Um, but I will be tuning in for that because I, at one point, was a wrestling mark. There is no question.
3: Love it. So I can't wait to talk to this guy. Super interesting story. And I'm uh, going to find out a lot about this guy tonight as he's getting ready for the biggest wrestling event. Um, You know, it's perfect timing, right? There's no football this weekend. There's no NFL. NFL, three straight weeks of NFL playoffs. Now you're off in between the Super Bowl, and here comes the WWE with a monster event this weekend. So uh, the WWE champ is making it onto the airwaves tonight. You guys got to tune in, 8 o'clock.
0: All right, we're in, brother. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us. Have a great show, man.
1: All right. I look forward to talking to you guys next week.
0: All right, have a great weekend. LZ, excellent work as always.
1: Great work, brother. Stay away from the bison. (laughs)
0: never more bison uh lauren greg great job we will talk to you all on we're off on monday actually because the lakers are back on the east are still on the east coast to finish up their road trip we'll be back on tuesday at four o'clock have a great weekend stay safe and stay dry we'll talk to you then see you